0: It's a mystery still looming over the Hampton Roads community. Not prosecutors are disappointed with today's result. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to True Crime with Amanda, the podcast audio to my YouTube channel. If YouTube's more your thing, feel free to find my link in the description box, or you can just search True Crime with Amanda. Please make sure to leave a nice rating and review because it really helps out the podcast. Today, we will talk about Oren and Orson West, if you haven't noticed by the thumbnail and the little names on the bottom. So Oren and Orson West are missing out of Bakersfield, California, or they really reported missing out of Cal City, California, but we'll get into that. Before we jump too deep into the case, I want to know in the comments if you've heard this one before. I feel like the reporting on this is very slim. I've been trying to follow it every day as they're in pretrial hearing mode and we're waiting on some motions to get some evidence thrown out. However, I haven't really heard too much about this other than in a few of the true crime community spaces. So I want to know, is this something you've heard about before you clicked on the video? Now, as I said, we are going to be talking about Orin and Orson West. So I want to start off by talking about who they were. Four-year-old Oren West was born sincere Petis. Again, I'm terrible with names. On August 4th, 2016, to his mother, Ryan Dean, and his father, Charles Petis. His little brother, Oren, born classic Petus came into the world on June 11, 2017. Now, just to keep the flow of the video, we will be referring to the boys as their adoptives names, Orin and Orson West, which were given by their adoptive parents, Trizelle and Jacqueline West. Although I feel like given the choice, I would rather be referring to them for, as classic and sincere, just given the things we're going to talk about in this video. However, the news and court documents refer to them as their legal name of when they disappeared, Orin and Orson West. So that's what we'll go with. So how did the boys end up in foster care? According to their biological mother, who would go on to file a lawsuit, we'll cover that later. But in this lawsuit, she did go into detail about how in 2016, when Oren was just three months old, he was removed from his parents' care. Ryan said that she came home from work to her son uncontrollably crying. So she decided to take him to the ER where they informed her that both of his legs were broken but he did not have any other injuries. The hospital called Children's Services as a staff thought due to these injuries that the child was being abused. According to Ryan, after Orson was born in 2017, they did remove him from her care as well, stating that they like to keep the siblings together. Now, due to this case being ongoing, we really haven't heard anything from Child Services from California to explain why the boys were removed from their mother's care. Now I'm hoping as we get to trial, we can get some sort of information just to clarify that if this is true, were her rights severed illegally? Was this more to than what she's saying? No, I'm not saying there is or is it, but there are two sides to every story. So hopefully during the trial, we can get some 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 more information on how they came to be in the West's care. So both children, Oren and Orson, were put into the foster care system together. The boys would end up being placed with the West in 2018, and then they would eventually be adopted by them in 2019. At the time that the boys were adopted, the West did have two biological children and two adoptive children, all boys. So now once Oren and Orson came into the home, that's six boys. Not saying that's bad, but that's a lot of boys. I have two boys and it's a pretty wild with just the two of them. So I could not imagine six. And I believe they're all like eight or under. I'm not exactly sure of the ages of all of them just because it's not, I'm not here to dig into children that are innocent victims in this. If they released it, I would go ahead and provide that information. But these four other children are just victims of Trezal and Jacqueline West as well. They may not have had any issues in the home when they were living there. But now that they're going through this and if they are guilty of murdering Orrin and Orson West, then these are four other boys that have to deal with that for the rest of their life. Ryan Dean said she attempted to regain custody of the boys multiple times without success. She said that when the boys came to visit her before they were officially adopted and her rights were completely severed, they would seem scared and they would be actually losing weight. During at least one of the visits, Orson would have scratches on his face, which could be a sign of something to come, unfortunately, or it could be boys playing. I've had my son have a rock thrown at his face by his brother like three days before pre-K started. So they took pictures the day pre-K started or during open house or whatever it is when you go meet the teacher that were on the wall for the entire year. So he had this big shiner. (sighs) Children. But it could be many reasons, and it's sad that, unfortunately, if it was abuse, that Oren and Orson had to deal with this. On December 21st, 2020, Trezell would call 911 to report the boys missing. He would tell 911 that he was moving firewood from outside of the house to inside of the home when... He planned on doing this. Jacqueline decided that she would start wrapping Christmas presents because, again, this is a few days before Christmas. This happened on December 21st. We all know Christmas is December 25th. So Jacqueline was going to be wrapping some presents for the kids. And the four older children were at one of the grandparents' home while the two younger were in the house with their parents. And at first, this gave people a red flag. And I get that. But I also get that two and three is a lot. We have right now an 11 year old, an eight year old and five year old. And we finally are at the point where people are accepting of all three of them at one time. A lot of times my parents and my husband's parents would be all for taking the older two because they're a little bit easier. You know, they're in their 60s. They definitely it's hard to take care of kids when they're young. When you're older, it's hard to take care of kids when you're young and you're young. But now we come to find out that it's obviously more than that. Trezell went on to explain that while Jacqueline was wrapping presents, they decided to put the boys out on the back patio playing with some chalk while he was moving the wood from outside to inside the home. He said that he would pass the boys as he walked inside the home and they would be playing. But when he came back out, he realized that they were gone and that he left the gate to the back door open. So according to Trezell, he hopped in his van, drove around the neighborhood looking for him, frantically taking some laughs, doing some things, looking around, I guess. So at the time that Trezell reported the boy's missing, the family was living in California City, California, which I mentioned in the beginning. They had just moved to the area about three months prior from Bakersfield, California, which is just about 76 miles away from Cal City. So they moved from Cal City to Bakersfield, 76 miles away, three months before this. Since the family recently moved into the home, when the police went to go speak to the neighbors about anything they've seen, the neighbors said they weren't really familiar with the family and they're not even sure if they've ever seen the boys outside. Again, red flag one or devil's advocate. I'm not really sure my neighbors know why I have kids sometimes. We have new neighbors. They moved in a few months ago. It's been winter time. They've only been outside a few times Play Now this is California. I live in New York. Completely different. But sometimes people keep to themselves. I'm very awkward sometimes with people. I keep to myself unless we have a common ground that makes it so the conversation's free flowing, which sometimes happens and sometimes doesn't. Just saying two sides, every story. But that's What, two red flags as of right now? So the Monday night that they reported missing, police and volunteers would search the area near their home. The boys could have walked like out the back gate into the neighborhood. They went ahead and searched the neighborhoods. Canines came in that same night to use the boys' scent to try and locate them. But the scent dogs were only able to locate the scent inside the home. But for some reason, they weren't able to track it outside the home. Kind of a red flag. We can discuss that later. So that's maybe three right now. At about 8 p.m., the Cal City Police released a statement to the news providing a description of the boys. However, at this time, they did not release their names or their photos. After some time, both of these would be released. I'm not sure if they were just trying to get the information out as quick as possible and they didn't have photos. I know I did see that allegedly the parents, Trezell and Jacqueline West, did not have updated photos on their phone of their kids, which I can't imagine. Another red flag, if that's true, because I have too many pictures of my kids on my phone, if that can be a thing. It is, because they're duplicate. I need to go through my photos. Anyways, like I said, after some time, the photos would be released. The media released that Oren was last seen wearing a black sweatshirt and gray sweatpants standing at about three feet tall and weighing roughly 35 pounds. While his brother Orson was last seen wearing a black sweater with black or gray sweatpants, he was about two feet five inches and weighed about 40 times. Both boys are African-American with black hair and brown eyes. Now, if you're watching the video of this on YouTube, you can go ahead and see photos through this whole thing of what the boys look like. However, if you are listening to the audio, I'll go ahead and post some pictures of the boys obviously on my True Crime with Amanda Facebook page if you want to see them you can go ahead and find me over there anyways so back to the story the following morning Tuesday a search would begin with daylight and police would get search warrants to search the family home and seize the family van it would be on Wednesday December 23rd so two days after the boys went missing that Trezal and Jacqueline would end up doing a news conference however to say the least I think this news conference is pretty awkward I'm going to go ahead and put footage in here
1: uh, we just want to thank everyone in the community for all the support we've seen. We've felt so helpless. And seeing everybody out here really looking and helping out really means a lot. So, tell us what happened the night the kids went missing.
2: Okay. From our yard. Okay. It was cold. I was going to make a fire. There's a lot of wood in this area right here next to our house. I opened up the back gate. I'm throwing wood, bringing it inside the house. My wife's inside. She was actually wrapping gifts, so we thought it was a good idea that they, that our youngest two go outside and play with chalk on the, the back patio. Do not let them go on the dirt in the backyard. We keep them close. So I was playing with chalk, and I came in the house. I saw them there, the one in the house came back out. I didn't see him now. I immediately went back in, asked my wife, did you see the boys? She said, no, they should be outside playing with chalk. I said, well, I didn't see them. So I came back outside and I started searching my backyard. I searched the whole thing. I realized that I left the gate open and I panicked, came inside the house, searched the house, me and my wife. Once that that hadn't pan out, I got in the van, I looked down the street, both directions. It was getting dark, getting cold. And I got in the van and I hit a bunch of corners. I went down this street, I turned my light on, I searched, I searched, I called their names. Talked to a gentleman on the street on the other side over there, he didn't see me. So then I came home and I told my wife, we need to call the cops. Uh, It's getting dark and I need help, we gotta get going. So I called the cops, cops came. First thing they did was tell us to stay in the house so they can get a hold of us. And they had us just sitting there, and we wanted to keep searching. But everybody came out in droves, and I wanted to thank you guys that night, but we couldn't go outside. The cops told us the best are out here. The best are out here searching, and we appreciate it, and nobody ever could tell, we could never talk to anybody, and that was the issue.
1: We just want to thank everybody. really want to thank uh, you guys. Please, if anybody has seen them, please call, let somebody know.
2: It, it call the cops. Call California's the city police department. Call them and let them know what you seen. If you see anything, our boys, they they are going to be rambunctious. Okay, uh, they are going to be here in this area, and I really would like to go in the houses, but it's not because. I want to invade people's privacy i just want to know if they make sure that's it because i don't go ahead i'm sorry if you got any questions oh no you're good i I
3: was just going to say you know this is the first time we're hearing from you guys and i can't imagine what you guys are going through i can't even fathom it um for you guys for people who are thinking uh that there's some kind of foul play involved um, you know, we just spoke to the biological mother. She says she had a conversation with you guys um, and that she thinks there's some kind of foul playable, that she thinks you guys did something. And that's understandable. What's your, what's your response to that?
2: That's understandable. I would think the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly the point. And if we can find our, find our babies, then guess what? That's, that's no. And that's all I want is to find our babies. Sit. And I talked to her this morning. And I really wanted to tell her that um, I am completely sorry because we were entrusted with her children, and they came to us and they became our children. We named them, and they are they are our children. And so we want them back. So please, if y'all could get back on your what you guys are doing, we we'll should we should be able to get a hold of somebody. But they took all of our tech, so they wanted to, I guess, uh, just rule us out, which makes sense. as part of the investigation. So that's pretty much it. Have
1: you guys, um, you talked to the police all last night? Yes. Um, what, so you guys willfully gave them your Everything. Yes. The car? Yes. Did they get it? How did they get a search warrant? Did you I, guys I, I, no I don't idea. see why
2: they got one, but they got one. Yeah. We wouldn't let them take, one, but we them take anything. We wouldn't let them to take everything. We let them come in and search with us. We we asked them to come do that.
1: What did they take?
2: Just tech. And that's it. Like our phones.
1: From the house that they
2: after the first day. Not right now. Oh well uh, I guess should i answer that. Or?
1: Answer it to us, yeah. Okay.
2: So into so the into the, call call the, call call the call Okay and I guess don't even know i
1: see yeah we seriously felt like we needed to be out here we did uh again we were told the best are out here looking already just to stay put they have more questions there was literally a cop with us the whole time in there
2: he was he had sitting down we would ask, can we go help? They had a sit down. No, nope. he said, no, we got the best out there. So we it's need not, you guys here in case we have more questions. I don't want you guys thinking, we, we didn't
1: try. We actually we looked tried. before we called we the police. Looked, yes.
3: And I imagine the uh, mind boggling part is the search for information. What happened? Where are they, yes. Yes. et cetera, et cetera. And we're, yeah. And, and just so we are able to present the information correctly, um at what time did you guys notice your kids went missing? And at what time were they reported missing to the police?
2: It's about I I believe I think it was about four thirty, going on five, it was getting dark like I said. Five ish. Five ish. That's about it. That's when everything played out.
3: And then when did you guys call the police to report them missing?
2: I don't, After we
1: searched? Yeah. A little bit around here we it was dark so we definitely we got worried. Uh
3: would you, would you say it was maybe within an hour, a couple hours?
2: No, it was within minutes of us getting finished up with our search. Okay. It was within minutes.
1: Okay.
3: What do you guys want people at home to understand um, about this situation? For them, you know, even speaking about what you guys are feeling is difficult. What do you want them at home to understand about this whole situation?
1: We're going through it it's difficult. I I mean, everybody's making their own you know, their own conclusions. They don't know anything. We don't, we're not sure like everything. We're not sure. We, we said what we knew and if anybody has seen them, uh, or anything, please call the police department. Would you be willing to provide pictures or do you have any? They, uh i have older pictures all my newest were on my phone
3: okay a lot yeah. of people are speaking of this as you know after the math past tense i want to talk about your kids in present tense what kind of what kind of boys are these tell, tell us about the boys
2: very playful very rambunctious and they do love to wrestle they, they do love to kind of get rough with each Her other kids their kids of course they would love to go out, but we would so during the pandemic we weren't trying to go, you know, out here. And so we stayed inside.
1: Did
2: you guys ever go out and search? Yes. yes we did. We searched before we called the cops. that's what that we, was, that's what we yeah. were saying.
1: What time did they come up
2: missing? They came up missing right before it got dark. <laughs> <laughs> And then we call. I I searched that property. I even drove around the, the whole this neighborhood right here. I even talked to a gentleman on that side, one of those streets over there. I said, "Did you see my some little black kids?" You and go that way looking for them. That that's the way I was gonna come. But when I came back home, I decided to call the cops because it was dark. They couldn't have got away that fast.
1: And why did it take two people to go in the house? And leave? Two kids out here by themselves. It should have been one parent going in and one parent right here watching the child. Not two parents going in the house oh, oh, and leaving so you, two little kids out here by themselves for ten minutes.
2: No, they were in the backyard, and so the back gate they was open. the backyard. And the back gate was open, and I was getting wood from this lot here. So you guys were being
1: here. Unresponsible and left the gate open, left some little kids outside oh, with the gate word open. Word? All right. Uh, uh,
3: yeah, we, sorry, uh, you, you guys, guys were talking about your boys who you're, you know, uh, I understand, um, for a mother, uh, a mother's intuition, I know you were saying, and we, we'll get your names after this, but you were saying how you feel like they're in this area. Uh do you feel the same way and what is the intuition what is the sense you get what do you think happened to your voice do you think someone took them do you think they're lost do you think yeah definitely
1: i definitely know they're not walking around they're not that kind they're they, they do not just roam around
2: you know these patches they definitely
1: i think definitely would have been picked up or something
2: that's
1: that was my assumption. Have they ever taken off yard no. before? No. No.
0: They've never taken off. Before. No. During the interview on the twenty third, the one that I just hopefully was able to put in and figured it all out, Jacqueline hints at someone possibly picking the boys up as they just don't wander off. So I just want to take a second and share this. According to the National Children for Missing and Exploited Children, they said that non-family abductions, so someone that's not a family member or someone that, you know, isn't close to the family, make up less than 1% of the 3,000 cases that took place in 2020. So although this was her theory, it may seem rather slim that this actually did happen, but 1% makes it a slim possibility, I guess. Although I think we all know what happened here, sadly. On December 29th, 2020, the Cal City police chief would tell media that they suspect foul play and that the police found nothing during the search of the West home and backyard that would indicate that they were involved with the foul play. However, it's at this point that police believe that something did happen to the boys. A reward would be offered around this time for any information that would either lead to the boys or an arrest in their case. It first started out around $30,000 from extended family of Jacqueline and Trazelle West. However, after more donations from those in the community business owners, it would eventually reach $125,000. So, police would attempt to find the boys in the first few months of the reported disappearance. In February of 2021, the police would go back to the family's home in Cal City to use some sort of special equipment to attempt to see if the boys are possibly buried in the backyard. So, basically, the equipment would make a signal into the ground, and if there's anything underneath buried, then they would be notified. But they did not find anything during the search, unfortunately. So, then weirdly, at this time, at least on the outside looking in at this time. It was around, what did I say, February 2021, around there, that the Bakersfield Police Department was appointed to be the lead investigators in the case. So the case would leave from the head point in Cal City, which was 75 miles away, like I said, from Bakersfield. Bakersfield Police would then be the point. This is where the investigation would be led from. And for people on the outside, this is kind of weird. I don't think I've ever seen this in a case where it was transferred this far away. I've seen close jurisdictions where they've had to change, I guess, given where unfortunately a body was found or something along those lines. However, I've never seen just one police take Get from 75 miles away, but we'll get into that. Sadly, there would not be too many answers given between when the case was transferred to the Bakersfield Police until March 3rd, 2022, when Orrin and Orson's adoptive parents were arrested with two counts of second-degree murder, two counts of felony abuse, and filing a false report in a suspected death. Shortly after they were arrested, a press conference would be held to tell the public about the charges against the West, and the police would say that they believe the boys were murdered three months prior to when they were actually reported missing back in December of 2020. So three months prior would mean that the West still lived in Bakersfield. So that would make sense now why the case went from Cal City, California to Bakersfield, California. The couple was arrested three months after a grand jury started that began in December of 2021. There was over 51 witnesses that testified before they indicted the couple. Both Trezell and Jacqueline would go on to plead not guilty when read their charges and they both were denied bail. Shortly after they entered their not guilty plea, the judge presiding over the case issued a gag order, which meant that no one involved in the case could talk about it. By no one, I mean the judges, themselves, lawyers, and police speaking about the case. People can still report on it. However, there isn't much to report if no one's talking about it, unfortunately. Prosecutors also sought out a protective order that would bar Trezell and Jacqueline from seeing or speaking to any of their other children, the two biological or the two adoptive out of concerns that they would attempt to influence them. It seems that maybe one of the children actually gave a statement implicating their parents in some sort of abuse of the brothers that led to their deaths. Now we're not sure what they actually said because the case is under gag order, but hopefully during trial or definitely during trial, if there's any statements made, I'm sure we'll hear them. In June of 2022, it appears another indictment came down from the grand jury amending their original charges. So they would go on to be charged with two counts of second-degree murder, two counts of child cruelty, falsifyingly reporting an emergency involuntary manslaughter and conspiracy. Originally, the case was slated to head to trial in July of 2022, but it was postponed. I could imagine this was because new charges just came down a month prior to this. So with the new indictment and the new charges, the case was headed to trial in October of 2022. However, the defense attorneys for Jacqueline and Trezell said that they were still receiving evidence and they needed more time to review it to give their clients a proper trial. Then the trial was postponed again until January 30th of 2023. Well, here we are on March 19th when I'm recording this and we still have yet to start trial. However, jury selection is supposed to start tomorrow, Monday, March 20th. This could be out before tomorrow or it could be out on Monday or the day after. March 20th is when it was actually supposed to start. But either way, once it actually makes it to trial, if it does start tomorrow, I know that we're still waiting to hear some motions. However, reporting on this, as I said, was very hard to find new articles when they were in court. I did find some stuff from Facebook groups called Where Are The Boys? But I will make sure to get any updates out to you as we get them, like I said, shorts. The boy's biological mother, Ryan Dean, did file a lawsuit for $40 million against Kern County Department of Human Services, stating that they neglected the boys and that They basically were illegally taken from her care and her rights were severed without the proper protocols followed. Another lawsuit was filed by Orrin and Orson's grandfather. I believe it's their paternal grandfather because the grandmother was with the lawsuit with Ryan Dean. However, their paternal or their grandfather stated that he was not given proper notice of the adoption and that he did request to take the boys and this request was ignored. However, the case was dismissed from my understanding. I'm not sure how much legal grounds he had as the grandfather. I know Ryan Dean, she was required to refile paperwork. I'm not exactly sure where hers is. I couldn't find too much on it right now. I'm sure they're waiting to go to trial with Jacqueline and Trezell before anything else can be done. So that's really where we're at with this case. Jury selection, like I said, is supposed to start this week. Opening statements are expected to begin on March 28th. Closing statements are slated for June 1st with the jury deliberating starting on June 2nd, which is like quite some time away. I don't know. We'll see how long the trial lasts. That's a pretty long trial if it's going to see if we're going to go that long. We'll see. So I'm going to wrap it up here. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like I said, to be notified of any updates in this case or other true crime cases. I like to cover new cases, old cases, known cases, unknown cases, solved cases, unsolved. Just make sure to like the video really helps out the channel a lot and I really appreciate it. If you have made it this far, just know that I truly appreciate your support and I'd love it if you could follow me on social media. My links will be in the description box along with any sources that I use to research this case. There are ways to support the channel, like if you want to buy me a coffee or something like that. But until the next video, stay safe out there. The world can be a really ugly place. (music)